Well, hello again. I'm Hal. Ellen is still recuperating from her medical procedure, and I'm answering a question that a listener left on our listener response line. That's 919-295-0321 if you're interested. Um, Amy from West Virginia had chided us gently because we talked about, in episode 245, we had talked about um, books that we both liked and made a suggestion that there was more to the story, but we didn't get into it. I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed the episode on the books you all like to read. And you kind of teased us a little bit with how likes to read history books, but you didn't get into it. And I would really like to know what kind of history books Hal likes to read. So that's just part of what Amy said. But we thought uh, it would be appropriate for me to take this opportunity to respond to some of that and to share some things that I have enjoyed in a historical bent. Well, as I mentioned in our last episode, I consider the um, I consider biography to be kind of a branch of history, and I found biographies to be very encouraging to me personally because as I read about stories of men and women of character uh, who have lived lives honorably that I find it encouraging to, to remember that, you know, in, in the scriptures, you see in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, you see records of people who have lived lives of faith and they're meant to be an example for us. They're meant to be an encouragement for us. And I think that's true outside of the biblical framework as well to say, if you see people who have lived well, you can learn from their example, or maybe you can take warning from their example. Sometimes that's appropriate as well. You don't want to revel in anything that's uh, that's evil, but at the same time, recognizing that people are complex, you know, that people have, uh, good people have bad days, that good people fall into sin, and uh, sometimes people who are not men or women of faith may still have a character, which as uh, Romans chapter 2 talks about the Gentiles who uh, may not have the law of God in their uh, in their teaching, but they have the law of God in their hearts and in their actions, and you know, God will judge accordingly. So um, I think we can be discerning in our understanding of history. Um, one of the things that I have read, I keep looking over here because i got a stack of books that I, that I want to share a few covers with you, but um, <clears throat> one thing that I have read quite a few biographies of presidents over the years, um, just because those are men who have great historical record. I mean, there's there's plenty to look at and to say, what, what can we learn from this person? And uh, one of the ones that I really enjoyed was David McCulloch's biography of John Adams. And it was interesting. Uh, McCulloch said, and I wish I could find the reference for it, but I remember reading at the time the book came out that he had originally started to write about um, Adams and Jefferson as a kind of a dual biography because those two men had a long-term and a complex relationship that's interesting from a historical standpoint. Well, he got, as he dug more and more into the story, that he realized he felt a lot more affinity for Adams than he did for Jefferson. And so he decided to focus on Adams, which of course is going to include Jefferson. They were close friends. They, uh, they had served together in, well, I was going to say in the white house. I think it was actually in the white house there, but anyway, um, you know, that Adams was the second president, Jefferson was the second vice president, and then succeeded Adams as president uh, after, after that election. So he was the third president, of course. At any rate, David McCulloch's 
Pulitzer Prize winning, well, I don't know if he won the Pulitzer for this. He did win the Pulitzer for his biography of, of Harry S. Truman. But David McCulloch's John Adams, which, of course, was the inspiration for the HBO miniseries, which, uh, as I recall, was quite well done as well. Very interesting. I enjoyed that book greatly. Now, um, also, just as a side note, he had... Uh, John Adams had a great relationship with his wife, Abigail, and there's some very, uh, there's been some interesting books. I'm sorry, I don't have titles for you, but there have been some interesting books about their relationship as well, which are worth reading. You know, it, it, there was a very deep and uh, affectionate relationship between the two, and there's a lot of correspondence between the two. So um, I like that. Okay, now here's one. This is, this may be an unlikely one to a lot of people. But I read a book by Amity Slays um, several years ago about the Depression. She is a writer uh, who's very good on economic issues, and I found that book very compelling. Well, she did a biography, which is kind of related, of a pre-Depression president, Silent Cal. This is her biography, Coolidge, okay? Just Calvin Coolidge, and um, it it's... Surprisingly interesting. One of the things about Calvin Coolidge, he is sort of a parody of himself. The uh, the taciturn, silent, uh, quiet, thrifty Yankee type. And uh, apparently it was very real. And when he became president, he made it his mission in life to cut down the national debt, to cut out excess spending, to cut out any sort of waste that he, that he found left over. And the nation had a huge national debt following the First World War, which in the mid-20s when he was president, a lot of people had kind of said, eh, it'll take care of itself. But Coolidge said, nope. He is the one who established the budget, uh, the budgeting process that the federal government began using in a way that it never had before and had frequent, like, weekly meetings, I think daily meetings for a time, to talk with his budget director about how are we going to trim money? How are we going to trim the cost? How are we going to get this debt retired and out of the way? And uh, it just it, it's a surprisingly interesting book. And so Calvin Coolidge, I liked him. Um, now, one that I have been very interested in for many years for a number of reasons is Winston Churchill. Okay. And first off, I want to show you one of my favorites biographies of Winston Churchill, okay? Now, this is one that I picked up one volume at a time, <laughs> and you can see this on YouTube. This is William Manchester's biography of Winston Churchill called The Last Lion. Now, if you like Winston Churchill and you don't mind three fat volumes, when I say fat, I mean like 3,008 pages total. Okay, you might look at that and say, ain't no way, that ain't going to happen. Okay, and that's understandable. I kind of, I try to read some large form stuff from time to time, and I've read several major biographies and histories that way that are multi-volumes, and, um, and it's been a worthwhile investment. However, if you are interested in Churchill, but maybe you're not ready to launch into uh, even one one 600 or 700 page volume of William Manchester's biography. Here is one that's the opposite extreme. Now this came out 
a few years ago, Paul Johnson is a British journalist, and he has written a biography of Churchill that's called, simply, Churchill. And um, when this came out, you know, this book is, no kidding, 180 pages. And I had already read two volumes of Manchester. The Manchester came out, two volumes came out that Manchester wrote and completed, and then he had a stroke and wasn't able to to complete the third volume. He had done a lot of the research for it, and a friend of his took his notes and completed it from William Manchester's research um, after the death of the of the original author. But I had read those first two volumes, and I said, there is no way that you can treat Winston Churchill in 180 pages. Just the life was too long. The service was too varied. He did too many things in his career. Just can't be done. Well, I got to say, Johnson surprised me. This book, Paul Johnson's Churchill, is a credible biography of Winston Churchill in just 180 pages. Wow. Okay, I've read several things by Paul Johnson. He's an excellent writer. He's a little bit, um, he's a little bit irascible, <laughs> a little bit cranky sometimes, but that sort of makes him entertaining too. Um, I've read his books. Uh, Modern Times is a fairly large book. And it's it's an interesting one. That's one that really kind of catapulted him into uh, into fame and prominence as a as a historical writer. Um, here's here's one another one that I have been very interested in over the years has been Theodore Roosevelt. And I read another massive biography of Theodore Roosevelt by Edmund Murray, um, and and it's good. But this was this is a Let's say it's a peripheral volume. Uh, I picked this up, actually, from our local library, and uh, I had seen it on the shelves, and then when they when they trimmed their collection, this one actually ended up in the used book sale, and I said, oh, I'm going to snag that. This is called The Lion's Pride, okay? It's by Edward Renahan, and it's about Theodore Roosevelt and his family. And that's interesting because he was very much a family-oriented man, and his sons just idolized him. And uh, so it talks about the relationship that he had with his sons and his daughter Alice, and uh, the um, kind of what they did with their lives after the death of Roosevelt in I believe it was 1920. But anyway, an interesting book if you are interested in the life of Theodore. Roosevelt. At the final final one I want to mention here, this one is one by uh, somebody that you probably have never heard of, uh, about nobody that you've ever heard of, but it's interesting because it's a first-person account. This is by a man by the name of Sam Watkins, and when the war between the states broke out, he volunteered to serve in the, uh, the 1st Tennessee Regiment, okay, and he served in Company H, and so that's the name of his book, Company H, you see how it's spelled there, uh, C-O period A-Y-T-C-H, but that's what it is. Anyway, it's, a, it's simply, it's a first-person account. If you remember Stephen Crane's book, um, The Red Badge of Courage, which is a first-person fictional account of a young man going in to serve in the, um, in the Union Army, well, this is actually, this is an autobiographical memoir of a young man going to serve in the Confederate Army. What did he experience as a foot soldier during that terrible conflict? And so, interesting book. And again, it's one of those that, that is kind of a classic in the historical genre. And uh, I found it interesting um, for a number of reasons. So, 
Anyway, just want to share some of those with you. I love biographies, and my my biographical reading has gone from uh, gracious Henry Henry II of England to uh, President Ronald Reagan, and we we span a great deal of history there. And uh, I I think there's a lot to be learned from a lot of people who have a historical record and uh, encourage you to look into some of those. Pick one. Uh, We're coming into Reformation Day. You could take a Roland Baton's book, Here I Stand, is a biography of Martin Luther. That's a good one that you could start with as well. Um, do want to encourage you, if you would like to comment or send a uh, send a, a suggestion, a request, or a question, uh, you can use our listener, our listener response line and leave us a message there at 919-295-0321. Or you can, uh, you can check out our archives at... Um, halandmelanie.com slash radio. Uh, Our podcast is on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, and you can find us there. That that link will take you to it. halandmelanie.com slash radio will link you back to the podcast network. And, of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see us right here where you are right now. So, look, we do appreciate you joining us, or joining me in this case, but I'll speak on behalf of Melanie as well. We do hope that you'll Uh, Join us another time as we talk about applying biblical principles in 21st century family life. This is Making Biblical Family Life Practical. I'm Hal, and on behalf of Melody, I want to say thank you for listening, thank you for watching, and we'll see you another time. Bye-bye now.